Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Chit Chat with Sean and Steve from Disruption Works. Steve, how are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. It's nice and shiny outside. We're having oh, a bit yeah, a bit of nice weather. So God knows it's October. Who, who knew? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say in the famous words of Jon Snow that winter was coming and that's uh, my least favourite time and of the year. 20, 20 degrees outside. It's just nuts. <laughs> so, Steve, um, I think there's a bit to cover this week because I want to talk to you about retail and chatbots in retail. And there's, you know, Everyone kind of knows, I guess, by now that chatbots can answer FAQs and general inquiries. But yeah. I want to take that a step further. So the first thing I want to ask you about, and I'll, I'll, I'll put the questions to you first and then we'll go back to, through them one by one. The first question I want to ask you about is Wismo. So where is yeah. my order and how yeah. can we use a chatbot to handle those journeys to stop people calling in to go, oh, I ordered this two days ago and you haven't heard from you. And then the other thing I want to speak to you about is, uh, I guess, what I refer to as inspirational product journeys. But yeah. most people might be more familiar with the term personalization. So mm -hmm. when I think about going on my own Spotify, for example, I see the songs that are relevant to the music I listen to. Yeah, if yeah. I go on a person's website, it's not quite the same. I see what every other what every other person sees. So let's yeah. think about that. Question number one was Wismo, where is my order? So how can we use chatbots to help people with their orders? Well, we're doing that already uh, for uh, for clients and uh, it depends on systems and how we integrate into stuff. Um, it, it's a very technical journey in a lot of regard and you have to do your, you know, your, your data compliance piece where you find out that you're talking to the right person or that type of thing. Um, but Wismo is probably the primary incoming inquiry now um, because it literally is breaking the chain, if you like. You're not the, really ringing them for anything else, are you? You're not uh, ringing them to check stock. You, it's in the main. There's, there, are, there is other stuff, um, uh, and I'll touch on that in a sec. But the the, the big thing is is Wismo, um, uh, which is where is my order, of course. Um, but that is... Uh, it depends on how much information you can give back from the systems that you're running. So uh, we have uh, at the moment integrations into systems that will provide us with uh, in-transit messages and um, if it's been delivered, uh, if it's still being processed, etc, uh, etc. Et and you can modify then all the messaging that goes back based on the status and be very conversational in that. So it's as much information as you've got that, that an agent would have. So if a human agent was answering the phone, they wouldn't have any different information for the customer. And that's part of the uh, impression or the delivery that you're trying to get across. Uh, because, of course, you don't want them calling in. That's a very expensive uh, job if somebody's calling in to say, where's my order? And all you're doing is giving them the information that the chatbot can give them. Uh, so we try and personalize that as much to them as possible. We obviously give them their, their, their own information back. Um, we have uh, also regional differences as well. Uh, so if for some, for some reason somebody's calling in from the States, no, all day, 
asking their quite a chatbot from the states and the states have localized delivery issues then that will then give them a personalized response to the location that they're contacting and that's really important because that cut that cuts down so much additional incoming inquiries that would then have to be fielded by a contact center because i guess through these things the chatbot's able to handle the call end to end yeah and, and and essentially i guess appease the customer because all they're looking for is the communication as to where is this yeah. you know and and once you tell them oh it's 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 in transit it's being picked it's being packed whatever yeah that, that they kind of they know then yeah well there's an additional layer i mean most people are accepting the fact that their delivery is going to take you know two days or something you know if you've got next day it's next day and and then then you start chasing where's my order after that um one of the things that we're starting to put into place is also seasonal differences so we've got black friday coming up soon um and that will then put under pressure all the warehousing services uh, you know so your your um your dc is going to be under pressure because uh you're you've got so many more orders coming through so then you can actually uh manage the expectations of the customer by having then uh reason um uh seasonal updates as well to say we are currently as you are a three-day order we are currently picking and it will be with you within five days because we're obviously extraordinarily busy because of Black Friday. So that message goes in in exactly the same way as you would then answer the questions of um, as, a, as a human agent. You know, that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to give the exact experience of a human agent, but automated. And, yeah. and 24-7 and immediate. Oh, so I guess it's important to say. Absolutely. And something else that you touched on there was that that's an expensive call to come in. So if yeah. someone's placed an order for something that's 20 quid's worth, yeah. your, your profit might be a couple of pounds. Yes. So if that person's then had to call in, yeah. you've kind of burnt your, you've burnt your profit, haven't you? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, th and that also begs the, the, other, uh, the other queries that come in and which ones you do end to end and how much decision making you give the chatbot to do. Uh, because sometimes you'll you'll also you know do uh, refunds based on the value of the items as well so if it's only a low value item and you want to keep that customer happy then you'll get you'll allow the chatbot to do a refund on something that hasn't arrived it's faulty it's broken it's not quite right and you know so it's just done nobody's had to pick that up it's all been sorted out within your own logic of what you've decided to do and then you're off so yeah. just quickly talk me through that journey end to end. User comes in onto the chat bot. They've, there's so a I've button. I've broken of, my orders. Yeah. Uh, I got my um, my uh, product and it was faulty. Uh, you know the thing fell off. Uh, so we know it's a faulty journey. So we go okay, it's faulty. Do you want to report it's a faulty? He goes yes, that's. And well, be... we know that individual because they've spoke to the bot before, or we're taking the details. By the way, we we normally ask for their. Um, uh, details again to clarify that that that's who they are you know so you make sure you're talking to the right person so there's always a clarification process um like you would do on the phone you know can i just confirm you know your name's yep. steve you know da, 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 da. 
So you still do all that clarification process. Um, but then what you do is you go faulty journey, value of items, um, is this below our threshold or is this, uh, do we actually do this on faulty, et cetera, et cetera. And then what we could go through is go, right, capture maybe an image of the fault, you know, so we, the chatbot can take in an image. Um, but then what you can do is add in the, uh, the process of going, okay, thank you very much for all that information. I'll pass that on to the team. Meanwhile, I've given you a refund. It's just done. Done. Now that is an experience that you wouldn't expect to get necessarily, but it's all there to be to be done. And if you've got something that's a five pound order, you know, because you're a volume uh, e-commerce um, business, then you don't really want somebody having to take a call. And even if you're going to get a certain amount of fraud in this process, that that, that doesn't even it just it still doesn't make sense because you're not going to get huge amounts, you know. And you can pattern it anyway to make sure that similar people aren't doing the same thing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a run on certain things and you can flag all this stuff. It's all there to be had. So, you know, you can do this stuff without it causing a risk to your business, but also saving you an inordinate amount of money. Yeah, yeah, because you might let someone get away with, say, one, for example. I can't imagine lots of people are going to be trying to blag five pounds, let's say. But if they keep doing it or they do it more than once, then maybe... Well, you uh, see a run on per term products or you see a, a, a lift in it that's, that's unacceptable. Then you just, you know, you pause that service for a bit and you, you put a human to intervene and see what happens. You know, so that that's really way you know, what you do. Uh, but... But that's an important point, though, Steve, because actually you wouldn't pick that up through human agents. So if they kept, let's say that it was product line one, two, three, people kept yeah. saying was faulty, that obviously yeah. there could be a manufacturing problem. I don't know how you would pick that up with human agents. Uh, well, to be honest with you, Richard, they'd be the pretty, good, pretty yeah, good yeah. stuff in the background. So the intelligence would be would be there. But of course, we are providing pure data back. Uh, so a human agent might not log it in exactly the same way every time, but a chatbot has to log it the same way every time because it's been told to do that. So yeah. there are those differences is that you will always get the same uh, consistent data. You know, So it is easier to mine later on. OK, good stuff. Right, let's move on from that subject then. That was good. Inspirational product journeys. Now, for me, this basically means retail therapy. I'm going on the website, Steve. I'm going on stevestshirts.com mm. and I want to buy something. I don't know what I want to buy, but I want to buy something. How is a chatbot going to help me? How are you going to convert me through a chatbot? Well, the, the way that I see um, chatbots going is, again, like a conversational um, entry point to your products. Uh, if you consider going into a shop and you get a sales assistant, the sales assistant's going to go, oh, yeah, how you doing? What are you after today? <laughs> and everyone <laughs> says, I'm just browsing and then walks out. Yeah, the store. they're all right. Apart, apart <laughs> from that, yeah, we've all been there. Um, but they're going to start off with, you know, a few questions that go, so how can I help you today? You know, what, what are you looking for? And that starts drilling down. As a person, it would start drilling down what this person is after, you know. So if they've come into a clothing store and they're after a suit or something like that, not that anybody wears suits anymore. Um, but you know, they'll go, well, what kind of, what are you after? Are you after single-breasted, double-breasted? Are you after a, 
a blue suit, black suit, grey suit, you know, what is it? What's it for? All those types of things. So all those questions start, start personalising that journey or it might be personalising your preference. So if you're coming into any product group, you're going to have a preference of what you particularly like. And it doesn't have to be very much specifically around the product, but it can be why you're using it or what's, what is it about. So if we're talking about maybe a cosmetics journey, it could be what skin type tone are you, have you got and things like that. So those things are a bit more personal to you. And then what the inspiration should be is we can bring product back within the chatbot itself, but that is a small um a small format uh, you're not using the estate very well on the uh, through a browser or whatever whatever medium they're coming into you at you want to ex you want to give them as good an experience as possible to project uh, um, display your product but if we can then take the information and the intelligence that the chatbot has just asked and then display that and personalize that whole website for those particular people, that's where it should go. So what we do is then we give them preferences of how, how and every time they visit in the future, how they their product is uh, personalized for them. So the website becomes a very personal space for that particular person. So then it's a bit like you going into a shop that you've been into before and they go, oh, hi, Steve, how you doing? Yeah, uh, I remember you came in last time. You had these shirts, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I really like those shirts. Okay, well, here's some more. We had some new ones in. Do you want to have a little look at those? Oh, yeah, I like them. Yeah, they're quite good. And this is similar, not same, but similar. So you start personalising that journey. And I think that's where, that's the next thing, isn't it, for retail, realistically, that when I go onto my Spotify, the music that I see represents or reflects the music that I typically listen to and they do a thing called discover weekly where yeah. it's a whole playlist of stuff that's similar to what I listen to because yeah. finding new music that you like is is the nice thing to do but yeah. like say if I go onto a retail site it kind of doesn't matter how many times I've been on there or anything about me the retail site I'm going to see is the same with the same tabs and everything else yeah. but I guess the next part of the journey for them is to personalize those websites so that the things that I see are reflective of my interests. I, you know, whether it's hoodies, whether it's a particular brand that I'm after. Well, think about it. Even even if you go to a, uh, a multi-gendered um, site and, uh, you know, they, they know that you're a guy who wears guys clothes. And why why do you interested in looking at any of the ladies clothes as your first point of call? You know, you're going shopping for men's clothes, probably, you know, uh, and, and if you want to buy something for your wife or girlfriend, then that's fine. You can go and find that. That's not a problem. But it's not going to be necessarily the one that they're going to present with you straight away. You know, so I want to look for trousers. I'm not going to be looking for ladies trousers. So take that filter off straight away because I'm not interested in, you know, a pair of trousers for ladies why would I be you know but they already know it's already personalized so even just a very very top level personalization makes sense but imagine if you can then go down to separate layers and go down through the layers and go well his favorite color is blue you know that's fine 
doesn't mean you don't offer other products at some point, you know, and go and have a, a uh, new in um, kind of story. It's still semi-personalised to you because it's still guys' clothes instead of being, you know, women's. But it might not necessarily all be blue because blue, because you might want a different colour or you want, might want to be introduced to something else. And you see that the chatbot plays into that because the chatbot is essentially you know the first port of call for you and yeah. says hey steve how can i help you today and you're saying oh i'm looking for some t-shirts yeah. okay great what sort of you know you got profits on color well yeah blue really uh, and you know what what brand stuff like have? that yeah and, and that's a bit of an order history bit but there's also another bit on top of that which isn't just necessarily going what are you after today it might be asking questions about oh hi um can i just say what what is your favorite color you know, um, what kind of clothes do you like to wear? You know, you slim fit, you broad fit, you know, what kind of thing? And start getting an idea about what body shape they are, for instance, if it's clothing. You know, like I was saying, the cosmetics journey would be, you know, what's your skin tone? And you, and that's not necessarily going to change. So it's a good constant to have. You already start to know that that um, person that's coming in for a cosmetics journey has got like a, you know, maybe um, a, a light brown skin tone. And that's the one that they're all, they're never going to say, oh, well, no, I'm, I'm very pale all of a sudden, you know, because yeah. they're not going to be pale all of a sudden, are they? You know, and, and, not, and yeah, only... and that, that can go deeper, can't it? If you've got greasy skin, you know, that's right. You know, hair, so thin hair, all those things, anything like that. And then that starts giving them the, the, the right product at the right time for them and starts personalizing their journey through your site because what that chatbot's done is it's given the intelligence to the site to then start personalizing the feed. Yeah, yeah. And the whole point of this then is obviously to increase conversion rates, of course. Uh, massively. The, the increase uh, the, the um, increase in conversion rates is, uh, is quite a big increment. You know, you're not talking about, um, you know, a 5% increase. You're talking about 10, 15% increase in conversion rates. Um, when you personalise stuff like that, you know, and, ab and above if you're really, really good at it. And, and I guess this comes back to what we spoke about previously, which is browsing habits have changed. Yeah. And and I don't know about you, but I imagine most people could probably say that they've been on a website, they were looking around and just went, I just couldn't, I couldn't be fined what I was looking for within five minutes and I couldn't be bothered anymore. That's right. And some, uh, and because like we've just talked about, there's some big sites with massive navigation, lots of products on there and to drill down and get through those products down to the product that you actually want. It is a labor of love to get down there. You know, it's really, really hard work. You know, you can write, well, I want men's All right. I was after a shirt, right? No, I want a long sleeve shirt and a short sleeve shirt. I want this, you know, I, I'm, I'm slim fit, you know, all those things. It just, it takes you ages to get there. And then you go, right, and now and size. And you, <laughs> they haven't got anything, damn it. You know, and you spend all that time just to get to the point where they've they haven't got a slim fit, long sleeve, blue shirt, you know. It, you know, it just doesn't, it hasn't worked. And that's just so annoying. You know, to have had to gone through all that process, and that's there really is no patience in that. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes the joy out of it, doesn't it? And then you don't want to buy. Well, there's no patience as well. People are really like that, you know, all the time now. You know, they want it now, and 
you know, and, uh, you know, we keep talking about millennials and Gen Zs and stuff like that as, as being these impatient people. But generally, the younger demographics are, and they're the most savvy with tech anyway. So they're happy to talk to chatbots and just go, oh, I'm after this. Can you help me? You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's, there's no barrier anywhere there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Steve, I'm conscious on time, so let's draw it to a close there. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed that episode and found it interesting. I think we touched on a number of topics there, just not not even just chatbots, but uh, retail in general. Um, so, yeah, look forward to catching up with everyone next time. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thanks. Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.